What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome to another episode of It Is What It Is, 8bit.net's news and current affairs podcast. Each and every week we bring you all out on all the news you need to know about. I'm your host, Jack Cruz, and joining me this week, the unflappable, the unflinching host of What Do You Want to Watch from the Explosion Network is my dear friend, Ashley Hobley. Hey, Jack. I'm a lot of unthings. It's good you to be here. You are a lot of unthings. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have you here. It's been too long since we've uh, podcasted together. It's yeah, been, it's uh, been a while. It's been a, it's been a while. It's been a while since I... Uh, um, <laughs> It has been a while. It's been, um, fuck, I don't know, what, like six months, maybe? Probably. Longer? Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah. just over. When was Grandstand Gurus? I'm sure there was like a pleasure explosion. I'm pretty sure we did an somewhere. episode of Pleasure Explosion together. Was the yeah, last thing. Yeah, yeah. So. Very good. Very good. I've yeah. missed seeing that uh, brick wall and, yeah. <laughs> and cupboard there. <laughs> you know, I used to have that exact same wardrobe behind you there yeah. in my. Yeah, with the that, that exact handle and the little middle bit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my parents it. got it from an op shop, so there's a good chance it could be the one you had. Couldn't? <laughs> no, nah, it wouldn't be because I I punched a hole in. Someone stole my iPod once, my oh, iPod yeah, Shuffle, I, yeah. to be exact, from my sis at my sister's 16th birthday, and um, I just got it, and I was so it was like the best thing that ever happened to me. I was like iPod Shuffle, I'm in love. This thing's the best. Had a screen and everything. I could see. I because I no, not a shuffle. What was the one? The better one Touch. than the shuffle. No, it started with T, I think. The touch. Not touch. No, 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 it wasn't touch. iPod. It was like, hmm, what was it? Nano? iPod Nano? Maybe. This is going to do my head in That now. doesn't start with a T, though. <laughs> what are the I- iPods? I'm going to go back. The history of iPods. It was like the um, mini and the... Yeah, the shuffle was like the tiny little square one. Yeah, the shuffle but, was the, the shuffle I mean, was like... I would understand if you lost that because, like... How easy would that have been to put through the, like the washing machine or something? I'm pretty sure it was the Nano. Yeah. iPod Mini. It wasn't the Mini. Yeah, it was the Nano. It was the Nano. Nano. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be pissed too. old school. Hey? I'd be... I'd punch stuff you as what? well. <laughs> yeah, well, someone stole it. It's like straight out of my house. And like, these were like people who were meant to be our friends. Anyways, <laughs> it's a long story. But yeah, I got really angry because I couldn't find it. And I was like, someone stole it. And I punched the wardrobe and then dad yelled at me. He's like, you shouldn't do that. And I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Um, anyway, Ashley, <laughs> yeah. uh, I know you, I think, well, yeah. or yeah. well enough, anyway, <laughs> uh, but our audience might not be aware of yourself and your exploits, so uh, why don't you give us a little bit of who is your daddy and what does he do, a little bit of, uh, a little bit of who is Ashley Hobley. Uh, so, during the day, I work retail, so super exciting stuff, but then I come Dope. home, or when I'm not working, I'm normally doing work over at the Explosion Network, which Jack was a founding member of. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't have a piece of artwork from that company tattooed to your body or anything. Uh, no, I don't. No. That's no. <laughs> yeah, so we do a bunch mm. of different stuff. Game reviews, movie reviews. We do a bunch of different podcasts and obs- probably too many podcasts, to be honest. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. How is the Explosion Network going? How are the, how are the fellas We're, tracking along? Yeah, they're all good. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a... It's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it no, it's, a, thing. it's great. We're uh, all good. That's good. Good to hear. Good to hear. Um, you heading to PAX this year? That's the plan. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. I can't wait. Got my media pass on the weekend. So I will be at PAX representing You Game Bro podcast with the lovely NATO. Um, 
So I look forward to catching up with you then for a brewski. Yep. Yeah. Now, Ash, Jack. enough about you. Enough about you and Good. me. This show isn't about us. It's about the news. In fact, it is about us. It's about what we think about the news. So it's time for a little bit of rapid fire, rapid fire news. Now, Ashley, as the case each week, is each week, it's been a massive week in news. Uh, and I, I sort of grappled with the news this week and to uh, what to differentiate from main topics and what to put into rapid fire. Um, so this week's episode will be all rapid fire because we have actually some cracking topics to, to get through and um, we should have a fantastic discussion. So I didn't want to dif- I didn't want to discriminate between any of the uh, the no. news articles by by making one more important than the other because. I was going through all of the... There was a couple that... Like, the first couple, I'm like, yeah, they wouldn't have been their own topics. But the rest of them, I'm like, we could have done their... These had their own topics. So, every rapid-fire news story is as important as the... Except for the first couple, apparently. Except for the first couple. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get into it. First story. The Academy Awards will this year include a new category to allow for your popcorn blockbuster called Best Popular Film. And movie buffs are up in arms. Ashley, yep. you host a... It's not a movie podcast. It's a media consumption it's podcast. It's a movie, but you do. TV, online media podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, you <laughs> like the movies. You yeah, got, I, I always see you with the, the Instagram pictures of your tickets and that. Yeah, it's, it's a thing. Something give you, it's, I, it's, I've been making... It's a thing. It's a, it you've been, you've I've been, been making an effort to see more movies. Yeah, that's good. last few years. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't blame you. Blame is probably the wrong word. It has a negative <laughs> connotation. But I attribute my uh, more movie-going, uh, I don't know, routines, Habit. whatever you want to yeah. call it. Habit to, uh, to yourself and, and probably Dylan and, and Nick, I guess. Um, because everyone goes see movies. And I never used to go and see movies, but I've seen a lot more movies recently, especially this year. Um, anyway, how do you feel about this as a movie buff, as a connoisseur of the, the silver screen? It's kind of sad, isn't it? I mean, the the Academy Awards are meant to be this big prestigious thing, and they're just mm. they're just chucking, they're just tainting it. They're just they yeah. they're chasing ratings for the Academy Awards ceremony, which mm-hmm. I get. It, it, I think I read somewhere they've been dropping ratings like twenty percent a year, but that that's <laughs> pretty much the standard for anything on televised TV at the moment. So mm. for them to present this award, which feels like like they're just giving something to uh, the big blockbuster, big blockbuster films to make people happy, get hopefully get a couple more eyes on the ceremony. But I mean, it's kind, it's it's just sad. It's like mm. it's just kind of dilutes the prestige and the honor of winning that award. I think. So yeah, what do you think, Jack? Yeah, I I mean, I get I get it. Like, and I, I'm not. Like, I'm not big into the Academy Awards. I never really watch it. Like, if it's on and I'm in bed and I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, it's fine or whatever. And I like watch. I like going back and watch it. There's always a good speech from the yeah. Oscars, I find. Um, at least one. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I get it. I get why the Puritans and that are kind of against it. But at the same time, every year when I watch it, as someone who is like, like, I'm a popcorn movie kind of guy. Yeah. Like, I... I go to the movies to watch the blockbusters. I don't go to watch the sort of like the, you know, the outliers and that kind of thing. Like I go see the Star Warses and the Marvels and the DC, the old, not the DCs, but the, you know, the big, the big pop conflicts. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> um, when they put out a good one, I'll go and say The last DC, I saw the Dark Knight Rises 
in the um in the, that was the last well, DC film. To be fair, movies. it's all the Dark Knight's fault. Or the Academy's fault yeah. for not if they had nominated the Dark Knight, everything for the last ten years would have been fine. I mean, they yeah, wouldn't yeah, have yeah. like made like twenty different best picture films every year. Uh they yeah. they wouldn't be complaints fears that Black Panther isn't gonna be nominated next year. Mm. So mm. the Academy screwed the pooch and now we're all suffering. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean that's the thing. Like I watch it every year and I'm like yeah, I mean, like, yeah, these movies are all good, but I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, you know, I'm sure that they all put in fine performances. And there are always movies that I see down the track yep. on Netflix, get the DVD, whatever. And um, and but I never get to like watch the awards and be like, ah, I hope that movie with Benicio del Toro gets the the nod or something. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. for me, watching it, I'm like, I've always actually thought there should be or like it would be cool if there was a category for the popcorn flick like that is the thing that i'm like that that's like just to give a nod to the or even like a best comedy or something like that yeah do you know what i mean like that's something else i've always thought because i think there's some good comedies out there that aren't recognized as like good movies do you know what i mean like yeah wedding crashes never would think that that would get nominated no, for an oscar <laughs> but it's a fantastic movie and i think that it should <laughs> I think they get their own reward, a which, is, movie buff. which is making money, which, uh, mm. you know, a lot of the best mm. picture movies don't. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But I mean, That's it's... True. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just trying to get more attention. It's like it's like if the Nobel, Nobel Prize Awards, they decided just to give out an award for best most popular scientist. Like Bill Nye gets <laughs> awards just so they can get some more. Bill Nye, the science guy, gets some more recognition. Yeah, it's just him and um and uh, what's his name from Cosmos? Ty, yeah, um, Beb. Yep, I'm blanking Fuck. on his name as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it D? It's only there's like a tie in there somewhere. God, everyone's probably screaming at their driving their van full of nuns screaming at their radio. It's, um, you know, it's fine. Everyone knows yeah. who I'm talking about. Everyone knows who I'm talking about. Anyway. Cosmos guy. It'll be him and yeah. Bill Nye. Yeah. Because um, rest in peace, Stephen Hawking. Hawking. I, I almost said Stephen Fleming then. <laughs> oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, God. There we go. Man crush on that guy. Yeah. Um, all right. Next story. Australia's own Ruby Rose has been cast as Batwoman in, the new, in a new CWTV series. Actually... Like I said, I'm not a DC guy. It's no. not my thing. I love Batman though. Batman's great. I watched The Dark Knight last night, as a matter of fact. Fantastic movie. Great movie. Um, just on that side note, I think that people have like, there's a bit of revisionist history about The Dark Knight and people look back on it and go, no, it's not that good or Ledger wasn't that good in it. The people only, they only said it's good because he died and that's incorrect. It is a fantastic movie and he plays a magnificent Joker. Just, mwah cannot top two it. jokers um, live action jokers <laughs> top two live action jo- yeah. yeah i would say he's the, i'd say he's number one i'm not a big nicholson yeah. guy yeah i'm like i haven't I mean, seen the nicholson fine. one in a while so yeah nor have i but i remember it fondly enough and it's more like i find nicholson just as like the joker like that joker character he's just kind of like a gangster who's got some paint on him like, he's <laughs> yeah. not like a real like you know put a bit he's too kind of just a gangster too much foundation yeah on, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, he- Ledger's like a psychopath. And um, and I love the John Doe from the Telltale series. And um, obviously, yeah. uh, I also love um, Mark Hamill. Everyone loves Mark oh, Hamill. Everybody loves Mark but, Hamill. But, um, 
Anyway, what are we talking about? Oh, Batwoman. So, yes. Batwoman. Ruby Rose. Cast as Batwoman. Now, there's some hullabaloo, as there generally is with the internet. People get upset about things. Um, people are sort of jumping on this about uh, Ruby Rose being cast as this character. Obviously, the big thing about it is that Batwoman is a, um, a, a lesbian. Yep. Uh, the character is open lesbian. And so, it would be the first sort of... Um, superhero show or movie starring a openly gay uh character which is great but people are sort of like i guess the the discussion is like is ruby rose the right pick because she can't act it's sort of the (laughs) (laughs) the discussion i've seen yeah i haven't seen her in much so i can't really mm. speculate about that too much Uh, obviously they've she's obviously done something for her to cast in that uh so it's actually going to be She'll debut in like a crossover special with a lot of the CW. Yeah, she's going to be in like the Arrow and that. Arrow, yeah. Flash and Supergirl, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, this it's cool. I mean, proof that Australians are all just built to be superheroes, apparently. Because we're all... Hells yeah. yeah. Hells yeah. And villains. Yeah, pretty much. Pleasure. All right, Pete. Uh, yeah. Um, it's, so, no major feelings on it? It's hard no, to say when you haven't seen her in It's hard to see when you haven't seen her in much. Obviously, the character has been... Yeah. Like she debuted in like fifty two, by created yeah, by Greg Rucker, the new yeah this iteration yeah. of uh, Batwoman, so it's super popular. The yeah. Greg Rucker, GW Williams, I think his name is, uh, mm-hmm. run brilliant. You should ch- check it out and uh, then see if it holds up. You yeah, can match it. Yeah, yeah, great. I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, I don't, yeah. I, don't I think I, I don't think that Ruby Rose is a great actor i've seen her in a couple of things she's she's really good in that john wick movie where she doesn't talk much um (laughs) but um she plays a mute i think or something like that um hard to get yeah i guess i yeah it's true 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 but uh yeah i mean i'm sure i'm sure i I, like i hope it does well um it's it's i guess it's always good i'm like a i'm a ruby rose fan just from like back in the day she was in moomba and whatever um so it's cool to see her sort of getting it and i guess it's cool to see an aussie get a big role Um, especially like a this seems to be like a a real um what's significant i guess in like the grand scheme of things being that first kind of openly gay superhero character to get sort of you know, put into the mainstream. So, um, should be interesting to see. Yeah. Now, Ashley, Jack, the next story, just, just, just as people may or may not be aware, we used to do a sports podcast together called grandstand gurus. Yeah. And fittingly that you should be on this week. So we talk a little bit about football because do and I miss talking about football. I'll be honest. I miss it. Yeah. It's, I miss whinging about my bulldogs every. I, do you want fair? I'm kind of glad I don't do a sports podcast this year because <laughs> it would have been a very hard year to <laughs> do a sports podcast. Maybe that's what happened. I started doing sports podcasts and the bulldogs went to shit. Anyway, uh, next story: Australian rules footballer from the West Coast Eagles, Andrew Gaff, has copped an eight-week ban for striking Fremantle's Andrew Brayshaw in a sickening coward punch at the Derby in Perth last week. It has sparked the debate on whether or not assaults like this on sporting fields should be dealt with at a criminal level. Now, I'm sure everyone who's anyone has seen this, even if you're not a sports fan, even our dear friend Tom over in New Zealand saw this on on the news over there in Kiwi land. Must have been a slow news week because they're talking about... We can't get further away from, from... Kiwi land and Perth. Yeah, the but, rugby uh, ended last season, last week, so that makes sense. Ah, there you go. That's it. <laughs> uh, so Andrew Gaff played for the West Oak. A sickening incident. Um, basically, King hit Andrew Brayshaw, um, broke his jaw, 
uh, can I can I ask one question? Three teeth. Is it sure? If you're facing someone and you punch them, is it a king yeah. hit? In my mind, a king hit is when you hit somebody from behind. From behind, yeah. yeah. So I think a king hit from in my um, in my interpretation of a king hit is when someone's unaware. So whether it's yeah. front on, side on, behind them, a king hit to me is someone who uh, is not is not expecting it, and you just well, you snipe them out. They were kind of in a bit of a scuffle before. Yeah, so, but I guess you're not expecting to get you know, you don't the, get like it, the mouth. No, yeah, that's the like, big difference. Like, it, it was a fair, it was a fair whack. I mean, regardless, semantics, right? Yeah. Semantics. He no. punched him in the jaw, broke his jaw, no, knocked, yeah. knocked through his teeth in. A really bad incident. Um, obviously, the outrage has has it peaked and then troughed. And obviously, we're talking about this a week. This is now we're recording this Sunday night, the twelfth. This has been dealt with during the week at the AFL tribunal. Obviously, he's caught the eight week ban. It happened. A week ago today on the Sunday. So the dust has settled. So I wanted to get your opinion, but the the discussion has been had. Uh, West Australian police have said that they will talk to all relevant parties and decide whether to take action. Um, I don't imagine the Brayshaws will be taking it any further. They've been quite... I've been quite impressed. I don't know if yeah. you've seen um, the way they've handled the situation. Mark Brayshaw, the the son, uh, the father of, of Andrew, has sort of they you know they extended the the olive branch to Andrew Gaff to come and sort of for them to meet and talk it out. And apparently they're sort of friends, even they're playing golf a few days earlier. So um, well, his brother you know, plays on hit Andrew Gaff. Yeah, team, and he so plays. With, it's just, yeah, it's his just brother. Which it's is, just weird. Yeah, it's a bizarre incident. Yeah. But but it, it leads to the discussion about whether incidents like this. You know, if that happened 50 metres away across the road on, on yeah. the street, he'd be in jail. Yeah. You know, no ifs, no buts. And he could have killed him. Let's be real. Like, a punch like that could kill someone. Yeah. Um, so, where do you come down? Do you think that on the sporting field is kind of off limits and it's just sort of, you know, it can be dealt with by the governing body? Or do you think that, uh, you know, the police can and should get involved in incidents like this? I guess a real extreme incidents of assault like this. I think it depends on the victim, what they want. I mean, it feels like that's what's happening here, that that, uh, Angus doesn't want to push this any further Mm. than it has to. Uh, He seems Mm. to be in good spirits. Andrew Gaff seems to be super remorseful with everything I've seen. Uh, And the AFL seem to have done the right thing and given him a hefty uh, suspension. Probably not as big as they could have, but still the longest one I can remember. I mean, Barry Hall punched... uh, uh, what's his Brent Staker in the yeah, Brent Staker <laughs> and they got like seven, him so. out. yeah, he got yeah. seven, yeah. And I, I guess the um, yeah, I guess with that to that point, I guess that's what I guess how our our um, tolerances have changed, or what we sort of you know as a society, like our tolerances for these kinds of things have changed. In yeah. that you know back then it was you know it was a really bad incident. Obviously Barry Hall cops seven weeks for it, but. It's also like now we're obviously a lot more hyper aware about coward punches and assaults and these kinds yeah. of things and violence in the in the community and it happens so often it gets televised it gets talked about on the news as campaigns for this kind of stuff with like Danny Green and these types of people and so uh, for me eight weeks wasn't enough because I feel like as a society we've moved past like if you look at them parallel if you go how we react to these kinds of things back then when Barry Hall did that 10 years ago 7 weeks it should be 12 now because we've come so far as a society that we just do not we just do not accept that that we just don't you know it's and the AFL can't accept lot- that they can't have that kind of thing in the game no 100% 100% so i think they they could have really they could have really drawn a line in the sand and gone you know what no 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 12 weeks that's it you're out for half a year um because it's 
an incident like that can, can kill someone. And But you know what? The AFL's created a rule for their back because they haven't stamped out the... The jumper punches, punches and yeah. the jumper punches and that kind of stuff. And they had a real opportunity to do that. And then players were getting... This is the problem with the AFL. I'm not going to go on for hours, this, <laughs> as you know. The one problem with they, the AFL. Yeah. The one <laughs> one of the problems with the AFL is that they can is that they jump at shadows and they don't really ever have a clear stance on something. So they they a year and a half ago, maybe 2016 season, they started rubbing players out for jumper punches. One week for this, one week for that. And then as soon as someone who might be close to a brown low gets rubbed out for a one-punch incident, they're like, oh, no, 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 we can't have this. Uh, Let's change it to fines. And now, so they made it acceptable. $1,000 fine is poo change for some of these guys. It's like five minutes on the field. Exactly right. And they just sort of made it acceptable. So this is sort of that, you know, the extreme case of that where someone's actually really hurt someone. Um, So they, yeah, I think they... Yeah, I think it's... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think they've handled it wrong. But on the discussion around the assault thing, I think you make a good point. I think it sort of all comes down to that, what the person thinks. But, um, you know, we had Lee Matthews charged back in the day for, you know, King hitting Neville Bruns and um, all these kinds of things. So, it's there's a precedence for it. There's, yeah. you know, there's a... It's happened before. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends. Like, yeah, it depends on the incident, depends on the person. You could make the argument that Gaff maybe wasn't trying to get him. Like he no. kind of, you watch the vision. Aim, he kind of, he was aiming for his chest, and it, yeah, yeah. It just happened to get him in the. He just gob, so but. not accurate. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Nevertheless, nevertheless, what do you think about the calls for a red card? Is that no? Nah, I don't like it. No, yeah, I didn't don't think like it. Would. Don't. I don't like any of this change stuff. This they're trying to get these new rules and stuff in. But big do you think goal it's where a guy and, knocks a guy? pretty much takes a guy out of the game and gets to keep playing that week and then gets suspended for eight weeks after. I mean, um, especially in the yeah, game I mean, I now think- where if you lose a player, it's it makes a yeah, significant it's, difference. It's very significant. Yeah. I think, um, I think that it happens in such a rare... Like we have an incident like this maybe once a year where a player really hurts someone, right? It happens maybe once a year. Like it's happened a couple of times this year, obviously the Jeremy Cameron incident um, where he put the elbow into the Brisbane Lions yep. player. Filthy. Um, <laughs> yeah, you would be. Yeah, so would I. Um, and then we've had this gaff incident last year. We had... Um, uh, what's his name? Um, from Richmond, Bashahooli. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that incident and... I think there was another one as well. Um, the uh, Tom Bug on Isaac Heaney yep. um, incident last year. So there's maybe one or two of these incidents a year where you could send someone off. And I feel like the umpires in the AFL struggle to umpire at the best of times. <laughs> you give them the opportunity yeah. to send someone off? No, God. Imagine in a grand final, some, there's a collision in a marking contest and Razor Ray Chamberlain walks up with his red card and sends someone off. It's no. like, what are you talking about? He's just going for the ball. It's just, it's a can of worms I don't even want to. No, yeah. It's hard enough for them to, to get it right at the best of times. It's a, I just think it's a, uh, we're asking for trouble if we go that far. That's fair. Hmm. Mm, I think so. What about you? What do you think of the red card? I think in extreme circumstances like this one, mm. I think it makes mm. sense. I mean, mm. you look at the NRL and for years they just didn't give the sin bin to anybody for so- any reason. But yeah. it seems like lately they've been handing him out a lot more. So it's hard yeah. to say. Yeah. 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 I mean, I just think, yeah, I think with the, with the AFL, it's, with our game, it's just, it's, there's too many variables for that kind of thing. Yeah. Marking contest, uh, someone swings um, at the ball. Unless and gets you like the literally stop the game to check something, then 
Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly right. And then trying the to speed the game up so that, much. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. We don't want that. We don't need... God, they can't even get score review, right? We don't need bloody <laughs> <laughs> send-off review. Jeepers. Uh, next story. Uh, the James Gunn Guardians story continues to kick along as this week Dave Batista, who plays Drax in the franchise, continues to poke the Disney bear on social media, throwing his support behind Gunn and among other things, describing working for Disney as quote, nauseating. As the story continues to develop, Marvel Studios is now in discussions with Disney about bringing Gunn back into the franchise as rival studios circle the outcast director. Ashley. Yep. What do you make of the James... First of all, what's your opinion on the James Gunn thing? Dealt harshly? Fine? Got his fair whack? Where do you sort of... I I think he was dealt with harshly. I mean, obviously Disney knew about this. He apologized for it, like, when he first got the job. For them to go and... him For him to make those movies, make them a ton of money out of characters who were pretty much unknown, and then Mm. someone to bring this up and then to change their to change their mind all of a sudden that he's not fit to direct a Disney film is uh, pretty mm. poor in my opinion. I understand where mm-hmm. Disney's coming from, like a PR like sense. It makes business mm. like from that sense, it makes sense, mm-hmm. but like morally it's pretty shit. Um, yeah. As for Dave Batista, like I applaud him on his loyalty. I mean, he's mm. you like Dave, uh, James Gunn gave him his big break and uh, he's going to f- stick with him through thick and thin. It's, it's good to see Something like that in yeah. Hollywood when pretty much sort of it feels like everybody's out for themselves. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. I'll admit that. Like, it's pretty... I've made my thoughts on Gun. Um, you know, no, no, I'm sort of like... Uh, I kind of feel like Disney kind of had to... Not had to do that, but I'm, I'm very much in the... Like, yeah, he was probably dealt with harshly, but I'm still of that very much of that opinion that people need to stand by the things that they say. Um, so you should always get punished for everything you say, no matter what. If no. you change... Yeah. No, 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 definitely not. No, but what, what I, I guess the point that I made was that um, it's hard for me to come on here and criticize, and and I guess going to bat for James Gunn when I've openly criticized many other people for pretty much exact same thing. No. So I'm trying to play, uh, I'm trying to be impartial to the situation because um, my I've made my feelings like very strongly on this show about people like Roseanne and every second week talking about Donald Trump. And, yeah, but that's different. Um, they're saying it now, whereas he's said it. So, oh, some he made those jokes, yeah, yeah, ten yeah. years ago. Even um, what was her name? Who was at the White House party? Um, that comedian chick, Michelle Wolf. Name now. Yes, that whole thing. Um, yes, and I guess those things are in the now and that, but it's still. Yeah, I just I still think you've got to if you do something or say something. And there wasn't there was another incident we've spoken about on the show where it was something from someone's past that came up and. And that kind of thing. So, um, though to be fair, there's the big thing in America at the moment is all the Confederate stuff that they did years ago. So, hmm. to a certain extent, it's yep. still false <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, no, like I, I, I don't have a lot of sympathy for James Gunn. I mean, as a fan of the franchise, I'd love for him to get reinstated, but I'm not going to sit here and and you know condemn Disney for sacking him because you know they they've done it to others. Um, but I guess. On this, on the Batista thing, like, I, I think it's ballsy as hell, like, yeah. just to be, you know, being like stuffy. He's going on, you know, Twitter and being like, and, you know, he's not defending the tweets. And to be fair, no one has defended the tweets. They're no. just defending James as a person. They have the right to do that. He's their friend, etc., and so on. But I love that, that Batista's just like, nah, fuck that. Like, no, I'm not, I'm just not going to do it. He's like, oh, one of the statements was something like, you know, I'll do what I'm contractually obliged to, but it's pretty nauseating, whatever, working yeah. for. 
people who are going to get um, you know their um, opinions twisted by um, Nazis etc and so on or whatever statement he made um, and then he said basically that if they don't use Gunn's script he'll be asking for them to release him from his contract which is yeah I mean like that's like to just give that up like that like and he's not exactly like he's not Chris Pratt right no like Chris Pratt turns around to Disney and goes I'm out if you know no disrespect to Batista, but he can be replaced. <laughs> you know what I mean? On the other hand, um, he can be replaced. So, if he he can leave if he wants to. Whereas with Chris Pratt, Disney's going to be making sure that he appears in that next Guardians film. Oh, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Like, Batista could walk. and But, you know, Pratt could threaten it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, you know, they don't want that. No. So, you're right. They would probably, you know... Yeah, it'd be lawyer time if Pratt tried to walk away. But if it was... But you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Batista can be replaced. And it wouldn't surprise me if Disney are going, it's fine, go. Like, go. Um, So this story will be interesting to see how this develops. Do you think they'll bring him back? I think he's definitely going to have credits in the film because he's finished a script. Mm. And unless they're like radically, they pretty much start from nothing, then he's going to get a writing credit at least for that film. I mm. I wouldn't be surprised if it Marvel is the ones who are pushing apparently behind yeah, the scenes Studios, for Disney. Yeah. I I would yeah. I'd be surprised if they weren't consulted when they first fired him. I think probably Disney whoever's in charge of Disney just went that's it. Marvel mm. weren't consulted at all and uh maybe there's a bit of infighting in the House of mm. the Mouse. Yeah, it's the House <laughs> of the Mouse. Yeah. Is it Kevin Fe- Feige? Yeah. Is that the guy Kevin who's Feige. in charge of Marvel Studios? Yeah. He's the he's like the um He's the guy who's he's yeah, the guy. He's sort of... He's, he's the head honcho. He's the guy. He's the head honcho. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting. I don't know. Like, I feel like Disney wouldn't, like, like want to show that kind of weakness. Do you know what I mean? I mean, they own like, 40% of the market share in the next year. So, I don't <laughs> think they're too yeah. concerned about what people think. Yeah, I know. But, like, <laughs> I do. I do, though. I do. Like, I do. Obviously, they do well, care what people little, think. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't have fired him. Like, they wouldn't have fired him. They wouldn't have fired Roseanne if it wasn't for, you know, what's think, caring about what people think. Do you know what I mean? Like, if they're like, we don't care, we're Disney, we own it. Like, they, they're very image conscious. They're still a family-friendly company. They're still, you know, Mickey Mouse and the ears. Like, they're, like they're, they have yeah. an image, right? And so, I, I don't know. I just, and that whole, like, I just, I don't see them being like, hard line, he's gone, he's out. And then being like, Actually, you can come back in because um, it also creates like because they sacked him in the first place and then they bring him back like it creates a lot of gray area and it, it's a slippery slope for mine like what happens the next thing comes out someone else said something do they then sack that person or not sack that person like if they want to sack someone down the track they go well you brought him back like why are you gonna sack me now and I just I don't see him coming back but yeah I think you're right. I think they'll use his script and he'll probably get a writing um, credit well he should and he will get a writing credit because he wrote the script yep but, interesting to see are you a big Guardians fan yeah I enjoyed the first two movies I mean the first one's better but uh, yeah first one's yeah. great and the first one's great that's that's assuming there is one because you know Infinity War <laughs> yeah yeah Infinity I mean War. they've got an out that's to get true. rid of Dave Batista now so just have to change that's something. true just a bit of Photoshop he... in there. spoiler hold on spoilers for um, Infinity War just skip ahead 10 seconds he he got he got, yeah, he got dusted snap. away, he got, didn't he? Yeah, he got dusted. Yeah, okay, cool. Now oh, you can come back now if you if you're listening. Spoilers <laughs> are over for if you're still listening. Spoilers are over. All right, our next story. 
Ashley Hobley. IGN.com has been forced to pull their review of new game Dead Cells after the Nintendo editor Philip Mewson... I don't know if I said that right, but I don't really care. Was found to have plagiarized his review, stealing key points from small YouTube channel Boomstick Gaming. After Boomstick released a video titled, IGN copied my Dead Cells review, What Do I Do? The IGN review was subsequently subsequently pulled while they investigated IGN not long after released a statement apologizing and announcing they had parted ways with Mewson and Mewson has now or has since released and pulled down a statement video that in my opinion didn't really say anything this is what a roller coaster of a what a ride this was one like this is just did you follow this from the very from like the beginning yeah I've been keeping track of it it's been oh, it's, it's, it's everywhere so, it's so sad it's disappointing. What a f- oh, I almost what a forgot. Shit show. Uh, <laughs> Ashley. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm bringing back I'm bringing it back. Yeah. For special one time only. An old segment we used to do back in the day. Yeah. It's Flog of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, clearly copyright this, infringement, uh, Jack. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. Go. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh, this this week's flog of the week goes to Philip Mewson. Um, what an idiot! Honestly, yeah. how does I don't understand how you can have such a c- coveted position as an as Nintendo editor for IGN, the biggest video game website in the world, and not even have enough motivation to write your own reviews. What at all? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, to hear how he sort of goes about writing his reviews, where it seems like he goes and reads other people's reviews before he, like, formulates, does his one. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just asking for trouble. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, timeline on this one. Uh, Boomstick Gaming, a couple of weeks ago, released their review. Uh, Mewson released his review earlier this week when... Um, this sort of story started breaking later that day. Boomstick Gaming released a video basically with a side-by-side comparison of his, his review against Mucins. And it was like, it was like that whole thing. It's like, uh, um, Hey, can I copy your homework? Yeah, sure. Just change it slightly. So it doesn't look like you copied like that whole thing. Like he just slightly changed like verbiage and, and certain words and sentence structure, but it was pretty much, you know, Beat for beat, the same review. Yeah, if you look at, um, like, excerpts with the time codes, like, even the times mm. match up. It is ridiculous. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, as the day developed, obviously, the video started blowing up. Um, IGN pulled the review to investigate. Um, and that not. Lo- and I think the next day it was, they announced that they had parted ways with Philip um, and they would be re-reviewing the game and they apologised for the plagiarism. I mean, this is a multi-layered issue story uh, like as it continued on um jason schreier we all know jason schreier is the uh, the number one investigative journalist in in video in the video game space he um from a uh, a savvy tipster sent him some excerpts from his fifa switch review basically that showed that he just about plagiarized that as well yep um and then as the day has gone on uh, as the days have gone on more Excerpts have been found where he's plagiarized uh, N Gadget, I think was yep, the. Yeah, N Gadget. Um, yeah, um, some reviews from them for uh, Metroid Samus. Uh, Whatever the, Samus the games. The Samus 2D Metroid games. Yeah, one of those ones. Um, I'm not a Nintendo guy. Sorry, Drew. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then he released this. Philip released this. 
or not even apology video. It was sort of like a my side of the story kind of video. That did you get a chance to watch it? Before I did not it get to watch it before it got oh. taken down. I had to go wow. watch uh, another YouTuber break it down. So I oh, did really? see the bits. <laughs> and bits yeah, With, uh, it might have been more entertaining than the, than the actual video. But yeah, it it was the most piss weak response I've ever seen to anything like this. Yeah. Just, just standard narcissistic, not my fault. I didn't no. do anything wrong. Blamed everyone else. Blamed Schreier. Tried to justify the plagiarism around his, um, like, this is my method. Yeah. Like, but you know, everybody I mean, he apologized. Does. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like, everybody, everybody does this. Like, no, I've seen dozens of reviewers tweeting, like, uh, no, I never read anybody else's review until, um, mine's done. Until I've, yeah. like, until mine's done. Yeah. I just, I just don't because it can sway my opinion. Um, which is right. Like, I've written one video game review and I made sure that I didn't, <laughs> even though I, my review came out like a week after the game came out, I made sure I didn't go and read any other reviews because I didn't want to, like, taint my you know i didn't want there to be that that you know anything in like yeah. a verbiage or like you know anything like that um i just didn't want to like it's just you just i just don't think you would do it like no. i'm not a writer but i just know to me i'm just like ah, just no bad and so he, he apologized to his his guess his star his um former co-workers yeah. at ign and he apologized to ign and then he didn't he didn't even really apologize to boomstick no Gaming. he didn't he just he said just, keep doing what said, you're doing you're doing a good job yeah he's you yeah keep, yeah you i'd plagiarize from you again yeah i've got a lot of risk he's like i've got no hard feelings against the guy you know uh i've got a lot of respect for you i'm like the fuck like yeah you stole his work dog like you don't <laughs> get to say that you don't have hard feelings against him oh god so uh yeah it was really it was really poor really piss weak very poorly received by the community Although he has enough, it seems he has enough fans and supporters that are kind of backing him based on the comments that I read on the video at the time when it had about 16,000 views. I went and had a look um, and then I went back when it had about 32 and had to read through the comments and it had evened out a bit more um, with the sort of the the backlash he was copying because of it. Yeah. Um, Very, very poor. Uh, I I just don't understand how you can get to first of all i don't know how he's only just been caught now like i guess he hasn't been he hasn't done anything big enough now yeah. that it's needed to that it's been brought to life but, i think the thing um, was those earlier ones there were video format whereas what he plagiarized was from like written work so it's hard to match mm. up match up those two things and it's just a trust thing i mean you you trust the people that you're the writers that you hire and work with are going to yeah. have some sort of ethical standards which clearly, yeah. in the end, he didn't have. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, plagiarism is the cardinal sin. Yeah, that is the worst yeah, thing you could do. Journalism and writing. Well, pretty close to the worst thing you could do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, 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 you can't help but sort of, I guess, feel for IGN. They, they've had yeah. their fair share of scandal over the last 12 months, you know. Yeah. Um, the Vince Genito, Kelly Plaguey thing. Yep. Um, you know, talent after talent walking out of the place, going and doing their own thing. Obviously, Alana Pierce has left. Um, there's this whole, you know, I don't want to speculate on it, no, but yeah. the, the elephant in the room that it's Marty Sleever, like no one knows what's happened there, what is going on, when will that story come out? It's very interesting to see what's going to happen there. It's, I'm very interested to see how that plays out. Um, 
And now this, uh, you know, they've taken some kicks. In the yeah. last, and you've got to feel for the other people there that, you know, every time they have a review, and it's happened even now, like every, every review that's come out since this story is broken has everyone's just like jumping on it saying, is this your own work? Did you plagiarize this? You know, typical YouTube commenter yeah. stuff. So, um, yeah, it's a sucky situation. I mean, yeah. I, I, I kind of don't want this to be... So, there's also a separate discussion that started around where this story as a news story goes from now around, um, you know, someone like people want to interview this guy, right? Several people have come out, Colin Moriarty, um, even Jason Schreier wants to interview him. Uh, Kind of funny has come out and said they want to talk to him and just get like the, what the hell dude and put him under the microscope. Yeah. Um, A lot of people are sort of taking the line of, they don't want to give him a platform to peddle his bullshit. Whereas, you know, or, or turn his, um, you know, try and what's the the word people have been using? Um, anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> they don't want him. They don't want him to try and like spin it in his yeah. favor. Um, whereas I'm like, I want him to get up. I want him to be put under the microscope. I want him to be like crucified and to be like ask the hard questions and put on the spot and let him dig himself deeper and in, into you know, having to own up to what he's done and actually take responsibility for it. So, where do you come down on that whole discussion? I think it, uh, from my tiny bit of journalism experience, it's kind of your job to find the truth. So, you mm. need, we want, everybody wants to know what actually happened. Because mm. he certainly didn't freaking tell it in his apology video, even though he promised he was no. going to tell his side of the story. Uh, no. Yeah, so I completely understand why guys like Colin and Jason want to, interview him uh i also understand why people aren't keen on him getting any more of a spotlight but i mean any other interview subject for anything that's been they've done wrong has been interviewed the number of different people have been on 60 minutes a current affair those type of shows telling their Hmm. their story i mean it's for a to a certain extent it's about getting ratings for the the news source as well for sure for sure it's gonna be a huge headline whoever gets that story uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I want to know what I want to know the truth. I mm. what actually happened? Why why did he do it? And, mm. Yeah, this is a lazy motherfucker. Um, I just want him to. I just want to see him squirm. Like <laughs> I really do. That's it's the more it's the it's the uh, masochist in me. I, I want to yeah. see him. You know, I want to see him. Like yeah, I want to see him squirm. That's it. That's I mean, me. But yeah, yeah, this is a. Yeah, what a story. What a story. I um, feel like he doesn't realize what he, the extent of what he's done. Like, no, it, classic he's completely narcissist. unaware of the effect he's yeah. had. And, yeah. yeah. Playing the victim and all that. Classic narcissist. Classic. Yeah. Um, nevertheless, he'll... Uh, I, I, I hope the story continues to roll on and uh, hopefully we can talk about it again next week. <laughs> and our final story, Ashley Hobley. Far right-wing conspiracy theorist Alex Jones from InfoWars has had his pages and content removed from Apple, Spotify, and Facebook. Many have rejoiced in Jones being given the boot, but many are also crying free speech. Now, Alex Jones is a man, Ashley Hobley, who has been spoken about on this program before. I'm not a fan of Alex Jones. I find him to be completely completely and utterly insane and a very dangerous man also now where do you come down on the removal of alex from all of these platforms there's these tech giants all sort of getting together in unison and and removing him from their platforms oh i am not going to shed a single tear 
It's <laughs> I honestly, uh, the less platform this guy has, the better. I mean, hmm. uh, it's not uh, Twitter. Uh, well, Twitter hasn't done anything, but Facebook, YouTube, hmm. Spotify, they've got no obligation to give him a platform. Hmm. And clearly, hmm. he's he's uh, uh, broken their guidelines. So he, I have no problem with them dropping him i yeah. mean it's a it's a bit odd that all of them did it in the like the same 12 hour period but yeah i mean yeah a bit too yeah, late it's very, <laughs> should have been yeah. done sooner it is it feels like yeah yeah i think so and i think that's probably where the lines have been blurred it's like why now and why all at once kind of thing yeah. and and that's for me like i'm the same like i despise alex jones i think he's a very very dangerous man I don't, I don't, and I don't think he, and this is the other thing is, I don't think he believes half the shit he says, and that's why. You mean he doesn't believe that the American government controls the weather? No. <laughs> or that frogs are, the frogs are, the frogs are turning frogs gay. gay. <laughs> <laughs> he's a terrible man. He's a terrible, terrible man. Um, but I think he's, yeah, I think he's really, I think he's bad. I just think he's bad. But this, I don't know, there's something about this that's just a bit like, it's very like you know the, the official statement has been that yeah he's broken the god their community guidelines around hate speech and um, dehumanizing people and and racism and these kinds of things and that's fair enough but why now like why not years ago when he started this stuff with that Sandy Hook yep. garbage um, you know all of these things the Muslim things he's always talking about like this and and. And like, I'm not someone who's ever consumed any of Alex Jones's content because, bleh. but like, I know the basis of what he talks about. And that's, and yeah, I don't know. There's something about this that just doesn't feel right. Like, I'm happy that he's not, yeah. he hasn't got a platform anymore to peddle his bullshit. I'm happy that, that part of that makes me happy. But there's something about these tech giants all getting together and, you know. It's like it's a conspiracy <laughs> or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I don't know. I'm turning into Alex Jones. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's something about that that just doesn't sit right with me. But um, it's sort of a hard one because you know, there's I'm very torn on this because, like I said, there's a big chunk of me that's just like, yeah, fuck you, Alex Jones. And there's another big chunk of me that's kind of like, nah, I don't like these guys just doing this stuff. Like, it's yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Do you think? And there's other, there's there's other sides to it as well. The fact of how vague they are, they haven't yeah. really pointed to anything specific. They just kind of said that, like, he's clearly done these things. Like, no one's disputing that. But where are the specific yeah. examples? Um, yeah, it's very hard to sort of draw those lines because then because then, then they create that line that that's permanently set. Yeah. That's where the barrier that's the is standard, and everyone's yeah, just exactly. going to sort of push up towards the line. Is uh, yeah, what I on. assume they're all scared about. So keep it vague. Yeah, I mean, nobody can argue that he hasn't done those things. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting though. Uh, the the I think we spoke about it last week. Um, with I spoke about it with uh, with Benny. We were talking about I forget which story. It might have been the James Gunn story about he was talking about um a, he was making the comparison about a club not wanting to play a certain type of music and same thing about I forget the story. But maybe it was something to do with a website removed something. I can't remember yeah. now. But it, it was a similar sort of thing where I'm like yeah, I don't know the whole. Even like, yeah, and I did make the point, I did make the caveat that like hate speech and that kind of thing is non-negotiable. That, no. that should not be given a platform. But this at the same time, yeah, so I guess kind of, I'm kind of going around in circles on this one. But um, yeah, I find it interesting that 
that uh, that this is this like what was the tipping point? Like what was the tipping point for all of these? That's what I want to know. Yeah, like that's... what was it specifically that all these all these guys were just like, hey, 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 YouTube, see Facebook over there, like, hey guys, you want to let's 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 give him the boot. I um, think he uh, the thing might have been that he said he was going to kill like whoever's doing the Comey report, like doing the FBI investigation. Oh, yeah, he said. He was, yeah, I heard something about that. It's like you and me are going to die or something like that. So yeah. that might have been like yeah. the tipping point. Yeah, it was this, the inciting violence thing. I yeah. think. Yeah, you're probably right. That was probably it. Um, but yeah, I guess good riddance to bad yeah. rubbish. Have you seen? Um, have you seen the full list of things he's been kicked off? No, no. I imagine it would it's be large. Great. So it's Facebook, YouTube, Apple iTunes, and podcasts, Spotify, LinkedIn, Pinterest, <laughs> Mailchimp, Stitcher, Mailchimp. And YouPorn. Oh, not YouPorn. I know. Mm, oh, God. That's brilliant, though. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Oh, I, I did hear something very interesting, though, in that they haven't... Apple hasn't yet removed his app from the App Store. And you Same can with still... Google. Google haven't removed his app from their store or yeah. for his and Google can... Plus page. But who's using Google, Google Plus? <laughs> Goddamn Android users, um, but that's that's interesting because apparently that's his app has now had record um, downloads because people are just going there now to get because it's the only place you, or one of the only places you can go to get his content now um, yeah. is the app. So it's, it's I find that interesting. They haven't yet removed that. Um, so hopefully, uh, hopefully that in due time goes the way of Flappy Bird. <laughs> but uh, we'll soon find. Probably out. not though. Let's be honest. No, probably not. Do you remember Flappy Bird? I do remember Flappy Bird. Did you like Flappy Bird? It was frustrating. It was and, frustrating. And very it was good though. It was very... <laughs> that was very much... Yeah, copyright. very copyrighted. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. I found it... It was... It's the... It's the... I described it as the Dark Souls of, uh, <laughs> of mobile games. <laughs> that's accurate. You think that's accurate? You think that's a good comparison? Yeah. Oh, very good. I still have it on my phone, so I'm sure my, my phone's worth... You can't delete that because now. I'm pretty sure he got... He, Took it off the store. So. Yeah, the guy took it down because he's getting death threats or something. Um, nevertheless, never the less. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of It Is What It Is. This has been a product of 8-Bit and you can find all of our content over at 8bit.net or by searching the 8-Bit Collective hashtag on Twitter. And you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Cruzy underscore mate. Ashley is at Ashley Hobley, A-S-H-L-E-Y-H-O-B-L-E-Y. It's a thing. It's yeah. a thing. Yeah. And 8-Bit is that. <laughs> we are 8-Bit on all of the socials. Ashley, pimp away, my friend. Tell the people where they oh, can find you can, your amazing content. You can find me over at explosionnetwork.com. I've, uh, my pod, main podcast, What Do You Want to Watch, comes out every fortnight. Uh, we talk about a movie and discuss film, TV, online media content and news. This coming Friday, we'll be talking about Master and Commander. Starring Russell Crowe, so that that should be good. Shout out to Russell Crowe. Yeah. Otherwise, you can go to youtube.com slash explosionwork, twitch.com slash explosionwork, or explosionpod on Twitter to find out all all our comings and goings and stuff. All that explosive content. Yeah. Uh, very good very good yep uh, remember ladies and gentlemen boys and girls if you've enjoyed this show head on over to iTunes give us a review leave us a subscribe all helps in getting the word out about us helps us be discoverable and head over to the Explosion Network as well and make sure to subscribe and review all of their re- subscribe to all their shows and review them as well it would help them greatly 
And if you've got any questions for myself or my guest for next week, who will hopefully be the amazing Ian Preshell from A Plus Anime. Very excited to get Ian on. The um, other you can host. email us. The other co-host. Sorry. Yeah, the other, the good co-host. <laughs> NATO, NATO doesn't listen to this show, so I can say whatever yeah. I want about him. Um, fuck you, NATO, you son of a bitch. No. <laughs> um, you can email us at it is what it is at 8bit.net. The questions and reviews have dried out. We had a good, we had a good, we were on, a, we were on like a, like a hot streak. Hot streak. Questions and reviews. Yeah, I should have spaced them out a little bit because we were doing like 10 a week and uh, the questions have dropped off community. You so just blew your load jump back quick, in. yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, all the reviews have dried up as well. So remember, head on over to iTunes. Give us that juicy... Even if you want to leave a four-star review, I'm not going to be opposed to it. You know, I'm, I'm interested in getting some feedback Feel, just, on what you just think. Just make a fake account and just review it again. Oh, it's a great idea. Yeah. Do you know what Why has nobody do? thought of this before? <laughs> uh, I was going to... Um, well, I didn't do this and because and it probably not... I don't know if it's, I don't know if ethical is yeah. the right word, but I wouldn't have felt right. When we when I we first started this show, um, it was not long uh, after we had my partner's uh, birthday party, yeah, and we had like fifty people come over, and I was going to go as every I was going to go around and get every single person's phone and subscribe and review to the show, but I ended up just getting way too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> No, we we here at the Explosion Network have never actually never done that. I I'm sure no no member of the Explosion Network has stolen someone's phone and made them subscribe to one of our podcasts. It has definitely <laughs> not happened. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, if you're telling people to like you subscribe, helping, so they can listen to you them. are helping your friends by forcing them to accept your content. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think you you were we're expanding their minds. Yeah, with our glorious content. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ashley. It's been an absolute pleasure talking oh, to you. I very much miss it. It's always a pleasure. It always is a pleasure. Explosion. Uh, yeah. Until next time, friends. It is what it is.